You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Welcome back to episode three of our Oceaga podcast series presented by 9to5.cc podcasts. Um, today we're talking about Saturday. We had two episodes based on Friday. Uh, this is our Saturday episode. We are going to have, as before, two episodes for each day. Uh, this is the first Saturday episode. We have a bunch of picks, uh, some uh, bigger bands, some smaller bands, kind of all over the map uh, for your listening pleasure and our recommendations. Um, if you want to subscribe to the show, just look for uh, 9 to 5 uh, CC podcasts, either on uh, iTunes or Google Play Music or uh, basically almost everywhere you can get uh, podcasts. Um, thank you, of course, to uh, my lovely wife, Sarah, who records all of these with me. Um, enjoy the show. I'm going to stop rambling. <laughs> actually summer we're we're filming we're filming we're recording mm-hmm. while it's summer recording is filming your voice okay yeah. that's just how it goes we're filming our voice with we're sound well sound filming yeah it's gonna be a high of uh so we're recording this sunday if you're listening in order so we're recording this the sunday before the 15th so this is uh we're recording this june 9th which if you were in montreal or toronto or anywhere on the east coast is a gorgeous day it's gonna be a high of 29 degrees celsius it's sunny i'm wearing a tank top uh, so whatever we complained about the weather enough on our Oshiaga podcast that summer showed up. Yeah, that's that's, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. I think it was just like just get Friday out and then I'll make it summer. Just get Friday out. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so we finished. We finished now, our Friday because now we're on Saturday. Yep. And we have uh, we had like so many to choose from on Saturday that Keith and I just decided to just surprise each other on what we're doing. So there may not be a vibe. Oh, I have no. a vibe oh. for mine. Oh no. If there's, what are we going to do if there's no vibe? <laughs> uh, Sarah, you're a vibe expert. We already talked about yeah, this. Yeah, I know. Well, what you got to do is you just got to get into it. Uh-huh. And then you got to reset. You got to clean your mind. You just got to look at the sky or look to the ground, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And you'll be like, on to the next adventure. On to the next adventure. I also have bad news, Sarah. This morning uh, when we were getting ready to record the podcast, I went back into my text messages to uh, find last year's Oshiaga text that we sent to each other because we were sort of like sharing while because Sarah and I often like split up while we're at Oshiaga yeah. and then we send each other text messages of some of the amazing things that we like over here in like lines or washrooms and stuff and my phone only goes back until September so it misses it, it misses Oshiaga by a month I think I think it only the stores worst. a thousand messages or and something and I send about like 200 a day something like that I don't even know <laughs> the fact that it, go- it was so far back even to get to September the only thing I I'm trying to remember there was something hilarious that I like overheard uh, like something about drugs or whatever in the washroom and it was like it was just like, oh, did I like take one or two? And the other girl's like, I took three. And then oh, they're like, God. oh, no. Yeah, no, no, Yeah, no. there's something like that, that that was just one among the the weird, terrible That's things. That's an oopsie. That you, the, well, I mean, you know, was it, though? They're not going to make it to the whole night. But won't they? <laughs> I mean, maybe. It depends what they took. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, if they're just going to – if you're going to get – like high out of your mind a place where you have like another 10 hours of music is not the worst idea like you know like you should be able to burn off most of it i don't know like it was relatively early like it was like three in the afternoon oh my god or something. so Gross. 
So if it was four, would she take four? Maybe. Maybe she just looked at her clock. Maybe she looked at her watch and was just sort of like, that is the number of pills that I take. <laughs> that is not a recommended uh, approach to the doing only, drugs. Yeah, the, the only thing that I remember hearing was at Ron Gallo. Mm-hmm. And the guy like next to me was like, I can't believe it. We're like 20 people in front of the stage and this kid's about to blow up. Mm-hmm. We'll never be able to see him like this again. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. And everyone else was like 12 in front of us. Yeah. Every, it was <laughs> the best was uh, if you listen to last year's. Not episodes. really 12, but they were like, they were young. They were young. So like the thing is, I mean, and I feel that there are. If I think you look young, you're somebody. Young. Somebody needs to open up Oceaga, basically. So like, and I think music starts at like one o'clock, if I remember these. Yeah, big it's news one because I, I left work yeah. at eleven. Yeah, so that you could go see or eleven thirty, <laughs> so that I can grab something to eat and head over because um, we need to get our passes. Mm-hmm. And then I was like <gasps> running to the stage, and then yep. you caught up with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was uh, like somebody needs to open up. Oceaga, but it's like the I find it super funny when because we've gone a couple times for like the actual openers because like we enjoy obviously music from all over the place and we're not just always there for the headliners. Yeah, but it's like it's always such a small crowd and it's like it's a split on the opening stages. And if you're listening to this, I do and you like some of the openers, I recommend it because you will absolutely be able to go right up to the yeah. bar and not be like crushed by people. You can smell them. Eee, that's okay. That's weird. Yep, hundred <laughs> percent. Don't do weird. that. Don't smell people if they don't want to be smelled. <laughs> Ask first. <laughs> Smelling people's all about consent, Sarah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you can get right up there. But it's like it's funny because it's like it's a split crowd between people who are who know the opening band uh, either personally or just know their music and uh, like enough that they're yeah. like, yeah, I'm gonna show up at one to catch this particular artist. And then also, like Sarah said, like the youngest kids possible who just are there at like vibrating with energy Excitement. to be like yeah. Oshiaka's at one so we are here at one and what is Ron Gallo yelling at me about not having children <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah yeah there's a couple um, yeah there's good a couple of really good things like one of our not quite opening but like one of our previous Friday um, recommendations we are Monroe I think they're playing at like 2 2.30 or yeah. something so uh, that like it's cool like it's we're gonna it, be there early yeah we, we have no we're, choice we're, we're we have no choice there's no choice in there's this. no choice um, the lineup's too good for every single day like honestly oh this is the other thing that uh-huh. we were talking about in between sure Let, let's just get it out in the air if okay. you guys don't like the lineup for oceaga you don't know new music if you're listening to an Oshiaga podcast i feel like you know something about music maybe you're trying to figure it out maybe sure. you're like oh is there something for me we just make a playlist with Every single band, uh-huh. and then you listen to, or artists, I should say, and then you listen, and if you don't like it, you skip the album. Mm-hmm. You skip that rec- the, the the next album, mm-hmm. and then you just keep going. So here's it's my a marathon. I'll, but I'll, it's great. I will reveal my approach to how I pick. So obviously, many artists have multiple albums. So when I'm putting together this giant like 30-hour playlist for each day. What I typically do is I pick the most recent album yeah. because I'm pretty sure they're going to do that. And then Google Play uh, Music has like most popular songs. And then I usually pick 
If I only pick two albums, sometimes I'll put a couple albums. But if I'm only picking two albums, it's the most recent album and the album with their hit on it. Yeah. So I'm like, so that'll usually give me a vibe. And then well, if the I and then if I also makes why music are you sometimes. yelling at Sorry, me? Sorry, I, I just remembered the app also had like the the sample music. I don't know if it has it this year because I just downloaded it today. Yeah, and sometimes the uh, the Oceaga. When Spencer is saying the app, she means the official Oceaga yeah. app. That's the one. Uh, so let's talk about Saturday. 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 Um, you go first. I'm gonna go first. I picked. Because uh, we were what? Who'd you pick? Who'd you pick? <laughs> I was like, uh, the, my first pick for so for this episode is an artist. No, but I <laughs> was gonna say from where he's from, uh, an artist out of New York City. Because all artists are from New York City. Uh, Zachary William Des, aka his artist name, uh, Two Feet. Oh, okay. I was uh, like, I have no idea who that is. Yeah, exactly. So Two Feet is again kind of in that. Um, future bass sound that we've already I think pretty much established that we enjoy because we've already talked about Bob Moses and Flume <laughs> yeah is in that in that sort of uh, sort of sound space uh, used to play um, jazz and blues Ooh. as a kid the ca- this guy's only 25 years old uh, so well, a lot of the artists are young no for sure but I mean but it's still uh, like impressive when people have their kind of act together at that age and well yeah. act together I mean We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, so, yeah, he had, like, a viral song that I put on a mixtape for you a while ago called Go Fuck Yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's not the song that I'm actually going to play, but that was that was the song that kind of made him really big. Um, and uh, I just, like, so... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing. Everyone's like, you gave your wife a song. Uh, it's a good song, though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to listen to the song, and then I'm going to come back, and we're going to talk about Two Feet for a little bit. So the song that I selected uh, by Two Feet is called I Feel Like I'm Drowning. It came out. But what are those spiders called? What? Like Black Widow eat? spiders? Yeah. Yes. That's what. That's what that is? I thought it was it. more like uh, synchronized sexy swimmers. <laughs> no, the song. Okay. Not the video. The video I is fucking cool, though. Yes. Um, so. But that's why you were like, you, that's why I made that joke that you put it on my last one because you're like, you're a Black Widow. Oh, yeah. You need to adjust your mic. It's your your, your sound file's gone. Do you want to so just tiny. do it? No, all it's fine. Okay. Uh, Are you editing that out. Nope. Great. Yep. Um. So anyway, so the I have a really small head, guys. Yeah, yep. <laughs> uh. So so there was a bit of a like if you look this up in the news, whatever you hear about this. Uh. Two feet had a uh, suicide scare last year in late 2018. He uh, put out like a kind of ominous tweet to his fans that he was just going to put some unfinished tracks up online so on and so forth uh it was very scary but then he made a statement afterwards uh that he was like heavily drugged he did something that nearly cost his life and he realizes that he's needed help he sought out counseling don't make the same mistake he's put out uh like the national suicide prevention number he's also he's also subsequently that's like he's also sorry not awesome yeah that is a a really great way for 
when you're in a dark spot and helping others. Yeah, for sure. So like they don't subsequently he's uh, deleted his not deleted his Twitter. He's just uh, he's locked his Twitter. I think it's like a private account only, which is also probably the best. Like there's so many people, I think, like young artists and stuff that um, talk about all of a sudden this pressure of having like thousands of people talking to you and messaging you and. And a lot of the internet's negative. And a lot of the internet is a jerk. And it's like, and especially this was, I mean, he was like, I guess like 24 or whatever at the time. Like, it, that's a lot for yeah. ultimately like a kid to handle. So hopefully he's in a much better spot as his music is amazing. And yeah. I, hopefully it will, he's, you know, put that past him and has removed himself from the negativity in his life. And yeah. Uh, yeah. So. If you or anyone you know are having suicidal thoughts, obviously look up the hotline and all that stuff and just, I guess, I don't know, know that it doesn't matter what level of fame or anything that you're at. It could yeah. affect anybody. Exactly. Um, There's always someone there. Always somebody there. Even when it doesn't feel like it. Oh, it's true. Uh, so, so on that note, on that I, ha- I get to note. follow up yep. on, uh, with my song. Okay. I'm changing what I'm talk what I was gonna do. Okay. Well, not changing, but my order. Oh, you're changing your order. Yeah. So I'm actually uh, my pick today. Well, mm-hmm. one of my picks today mm-hmm. is Beach House. Okay. From Baltimore, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Victoria Legrand and Alex Scally. I hope that's his name. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're gonna be touring with uh James Brunon. I don't know. Whatever. Yep. Um. But yeah, the reason why they're touring with the person is because they play more instruments mm-hmm. than they have people. Sure. Um, so this duo, if you don't yep. know them, uh, started in 2006, and their latest album is Seven, which came out last year. Mm-hmm. I think it was like July or something like that. Mm-hmm. The reason why I picked this song, or not this song, but this order, is because their last album was pretty like intense. Like it's really, it's it's more, um, it has more depth. Okay. Um. And also, uh, uh, the song that I pick was Dark Spring. Oh. <laughs> which we'll listen to in a bit. Okay. Because I want to kind of... Actually, you know what? Why don't we listen to it and then I'll get to the second part. But this was the third release off Seven. Okay. And like, basically, the entire album has the same like vibe, vibe to it. Would yeah. you say vibe? Oh, I was going to say vibe. I was going to say feel. Oh. Um, the same feel. vibe to it. it. It is like a more intense and even like the vocals are even like more like even more pronounced and everything. But yeah, um, if you like Beach House, check out and you haven't listened to the album yet, you absolutely should. Um, so yeah, let's just listen to a song or yeah, let's just listen to a song and then we'll get into what I wanted to add. Okay. videos oh yeah it's true <laughs> oh my i think the other one i picked is also no i'm joking uh, um but yeah so uh beach house also has amazing artsy videos i find mm-hmm. like they're all um they all have like this artistic feel to it like this one is if you watch the video and not just listen to the clip that we put uh-huh. um it it starts with like a flower opening mm-hmm. it's super cool um and 
everything is black and white. Obviously, the song Dark Spring, mm-hmm. the main main point is that the light is all gone and it's just basically darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, like a Game of Thrones thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Darkness is here. Yep. Um, yeah. I can't remember what I was going to say, but whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I picked this. Like, this isn't one of my favorite songs off of it, but I just picked it because I was like, it's a really good video. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and it's their latest release, so it was like, makes sense. Um, but the other thing that I wanted to say is because you kind of have to hear a little bit for this to kind of make sense if okay. you don't know who Beach House is. Mm-hmm. So on Pitchfork, they did like a review of this album on... Um, Basically, uh, uh, yeah, so album seven. So what he said was, like, really cool uh, right at the end, like, the last, or she, I can't remember who wrote it. But anyway, uh, right at the end of the article, it was, like, something that makes a whole lot of sense for Beach House. Mm-hmm. Which, so I, like, I'm stealing it. I'm not okay. stealing it because I credited it right now because yeah. it's at Pitchfork. They, dot yeah. com. Uh, <laughs> sure. Dot com, all right. Um, not Pitchfork.uk. No. The dot com one. Not dot cc. All it's dot right. com. Oh, jerk. Blow, blow. <laughs> Go. <laughs> okay. What's the quote, Sarah? I'm going to read it. Okay. There is a non-specific place. Le Grand, which is uh, the lead singer, the singer yeah. uh, wants to take you. But there will be some place you'd rather be. Beach House will help you dream it. Oh. And it's true. Like, I find that, like, music is, like, it really immerses you. So, mm-hmm. um, and that's, like. I don't know if you guys can tell yet, but that's the kind of uh, music that I like is to get immersed in mm-hmm. uh, what's be- what's happening. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I thought it was a really cool line. And, and I felt like Dark Spring really, like, does that video really does that, too. Mm-hmm. So that's Beach House, that's which we're going to go see. I'm going to go see them. Oh, wait, isn't there a conflict with Beach House and someone else? There's that we want so to see? many conflicts. We're, we're making – also, we're making these episodes without uh, consulting, consulting the schedule, even though the, the schedule <laughs> is out because we're just picking music that we enjoy and we'll kind of deal with conflicts on the fly. And we also, like, picked it this up before – like, we, we decided on what song – well, not songs, but artists yeah. – before the schedule got came out. So, like, now we're going to, like – but sure, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we got to figure it out. We'll figure it out. We didn't, we didn't make it to, I mean, like, honestly, we're doing, like, 10 plus bands a day, which is actually hard to figure out. Like, there's going to be misses here and there. Like, that's going to, it's going to happen, sadly. But, I mean. Can I be, like, three people? Can sure. Can just, like, work on clone cloning. me and then bring that brain yeah. into my brain yep. so that I can have their memories? Yep. If you figure or that out. my memories? Oh. Cool. If you I figure know. that out, get, hit us up yeah. on Instagram that you figured out cloning. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so <coughs> I don't want to <coughs> make this whole entire episode a downer. Oh, my God. No, but I mean, okay, it's a different kind of downer. Uh, my next pick, <laughs> 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 it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a more uh, um, supernatural downer, I guess. Uh, the, my next pick uh, is Montreal Trio Black Tiger Sex Machine. So, which are a party, but like a dark vibe party. (laughs) So, there's not a ton to really, I guess, say about them. Uh, Like, if you look them up, they're they're having a pretty busy year. They've released a couple, had a new releases, a couple of new collabs with people. Um, So, that's pretty exciting. I was originally worried when I saw Black Tiger Sex Machine on the schedule that they wouldn't get to perform at night. But they're and they're performing at seven thirty, so at least the sun is going down. Mm, because that's a good time for them. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, are they big enough to like lock in an evening spot? <laughs> yeah. Because 
like so just if you haven't seen uh what they look like live there's uh they were at edc in las vegas last year and you can watch there's a video that they put out of their whole set like it's an hour set so uh yeah the video is called btsm at edc las vegas 2018 so if you google that you'll get an idea of what you were talking about but it's um they have like an entire light situation that also syncs up with they wear um led they wear like tiger helmets with led visors kind of daft punky but like tigers uh that also syncs up with the music and stuff and i was like man i was like if it's not nighttime when they're playing i was like something I think those are rentals. No, I'm joking. No, those are... <laughs> I know. Those are custom helmets <laughs> for sure that they wear. Um, yeah, they're... So, yeah, there's not... Like I said, I don't have a ton to say about them other than the fact that it's... You like them. I, and I enjoy them. And they're playing Oceaga. And they're playing at Oceaga. They're on the river stage, which is so the... So, what uh, song? Uh, I picked the song that has the 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 kind of Blade-inspired music video uh, from 2015. It's a song called Numbers. Uh, and like I said, Ooh, I that's a tie-in. You know, I had the album seven. Now oh, you have a song yeah. numbers. And like I said, and it is. Um, I mean, whatever. If you watch the music video, it's a lot like that scene from Blade in the Blade movie where someone goes to a dance club and then it turns out there's a bunch of vampires. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's check it out. twist is instead of blade showing up to save the day black tiger sex machine shows up to save the day spoilers <laughs> so yeah they show up in their led tiger masks to fight like a vampire king yeah, or whatever. I, still, I still need a mask like that to party no you don't yeah. <laughs> it's okay if you're a dj not if you're in the crowd <laughs> like if you're in the crowd some asshole in the crowd with a fucking led mask with an led ma- like i'm sure it happens what if i just wore it during the day but then what would be the point you have to have it at night to see the lights what would be the point? it lights up the point is that i have this awesome mask and oh. i wear it all the time okay oh. yeah exactly so also if you have that mask like i hope you're wearing it more than just any actually i was gonna say i was like if you, i was like for, if you have that mask or specifically if sarah had that mask forget about oshiaga she would just like wear it around the house i would she'd be like i'm doing chores i'd be but like also right not now. listening to like electro or anything like like listening to beach house but still <laughs> dancing in the black tiger sex machine mask i'm like this is very strange yeah 100 <laughs> percent. i'd also be wearing it right now yeah. i don't know if you'd be able to hear my oh no i could shove a mic in there probably it's like yeah. a pretty it's like a big yeah, helmet yeah, yeah. shove a mic so yeah, so they uh, like I said live. If you check out check out that video live, they put on a a good good show. Um, I think it's a guaranteed good time if it's Saturday night and you're in the mood to party Dance. and get your uh, get your night kicked off. If you want to slam a beer on the floor because you're so happy, you want to dance. Uh-huh. Go see this band. Okay. That's how I would. I mean, that's how you uh, that, start that's dancing. That's how Sarah so starts dancing. Yeah. Well, you know, for these type of bands. For these type of bands, smash beer. Uh. Next pick, sir? Well, I don't have a tie-in. Okay. <laughs> I had a tie-in for mine. So my my pick, my next pick uh-huh. is sales. 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 
from yep. Orlando, Florida, mm-hmm. which is the only good thing that's come out of Florida. Oh, what about Disney World? Nah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, they've been together, I think, like two, since 2013 or 12. Sure. And then what I really like about this band, so it's a, it's a duo, Lauren Morgan and Jordan... Uh, I don't know. I'm not even going to try the last name. I think name. she. She? Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, there's an H at the end. Like, how am I supposed to say that? Okay. Um, And I th- they're touring with a drummer, Malcolm Martin. Mm-hmm. Um, because, again, this duo does everything um, mm-hmm. themselves. And then when they tour, they need more people because they can't do everything. I think they're just not trying hard enough is my statement. Listen, okay. not everybody. I'm like, listen, first of all, we saw Sylvanesso, who didn't need help. From someone else. And I think uh, even crazier than that, last year we saw Tosh Sultana, who doesn't need help from anybody, and she yeah. plays all the instruments, and it all comes together. These duos are not trying hard enough. I'm saying it right here. Yeah, but they, they want, like, real drums. Okay, playing. so you Tosh can play Sultana real drums. Tosh is, is an expert of everything. Of everything. <laughs> so it's a little different. Okay, Keith? Fine. Not everyone is her. Um, but yeah, the other really th- cool thing is that, uh, Lauren and Jordan, uh, do all their albums and all their EPs have been self-released. Oh, that's cool. So that's really cool, which is, which kind of makes sense now. I was like, why can't I find a music video? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, cause they put their money into their music and like music videos, like you can just put an album cover. It's fine. Yeah. And their last album. So like their first album, like full length album was in 2016 with the self-titled sales. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, July last year, 2018. Yeah. Sarah knows (laughs) what year it is. Yeah. This, this podcast, I know what year it is. Uh Um, they did forever and ever. Yep. And, um, what was they saying? They do it all themselves. They do it all themselves. Oh Yeah. About Forever and Ever, they also did the album uh, art. So, like, the they got, like, inspired by, like, uh, things around them and, and other artists that they listen to. Well, it says they work. The artwork for their band's releases is done by collage artist and designer Alana Okay, never Questel. mind. I m- misunderstood But it's but that the they've interview. collaborated with that artist for everything they've done. Okay, my so bad. it's like they haven't... I wrote that ro- down no. wrong. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, it could be wrong. I mean, like, that's, no, no. that's just what I No, that's see. right. That's right. <laughs> now that you're like, now that you're saying it, that seems right. Yeah, because I was listening to an interview, and that's when they. Well, but that was it. at least for the first album. Maybe the second album they did it themselves. Okay. Well, anyway, I, I maybe they just designed it themselves and then got the collab like and collab with them to des- to do it. Cool. But anyway, whatever. Um, as you know, I do half. I write half the things that I want to talk about, so mm-hmm. that's why uh, I don't have it all. I was like, oh yeah, and they did this too, but I didn't actually write it. Cool. Um, what else was I gonna say? You want to listen to the music and then you, you can come yeah. back with closing comments? Yeah, let's do that. All right. So which song did you pick? I I picked um, On and Off from off the Forever and Ever album. I think it's Off and On. Off and On. That's what I said. You said On and Off? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's check it out. <laughs> Here's the artwork clarification. So on Forever and Ever, uh, the band did do the art themselves. Oh, I was right for once. Uh, I remembered. Yeah. However, Alana Questel, 
did work with them on their first uh, on the first album, but it wasn't just that she did like the album cover art. Uh, she did um, she co-managed the band and subsequently did all of the PR campaigns to promote the releases, the tours, the merch. She sent uh, like all the artists on their newsletter and everything. That's so, really cool. So they had like a full collaboration yeah. with her. Kind of for three. It says she did that for three years. That makes sense because they have like a lot of EPs, and all the EPs had its own art, or like the first set of EPs had its own uh, artwork, and yeah. then Sales had its own. Honestly, I really liked or like their artwork a mm -hmm. lot. Like, yeah. well, that was it. Like when, when they talked about, um, they know their brand and they know their audience. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what uh, the the so the notes here from the. Um, from Alana mm -hmm. uh, is like talking about like that they even the tone yeah. that they wanted in their newsletters they were like messages from the band read like a note from the coolest kid in school passed you while your teacher's back was turned and inside is an invite to a secret party at their place with a crude sketch of your teacher with horns so it's like <laughs> but I'm saying, like, this is the person who was like, like you said in charge of their brand yeah. so it's like that was it's like it was very like thought out yeah yeah and i was and while we were listening to that song i was like reading an interview uh or a, a review of them from uh pitchfork.com sarah uh <laughs> just, oh. that was talking about uh i did not <laughs> <laughs> but that was talking about in terms of how everything was planned on the first album but that the second album is was a little bit more freeform and stuff yeah. like not not to say that there's one no, is better than the other, but yeah. Basically, what they said is they gave themselves a deadline, like an arbitrary <laughs> deadline, and they didn't really do much until the deadline was coming up, and yeah. then that's how this album came together. Like, yeah. I know that, but, and I knew that the art was made by them. So yeah, well, guess what? But yeah, uh, the other thing that I wanted to say is that uh, whereas Beach House was more like a little bit more raw, mm -hmm. and like this is more uh, up up-tempo minimal kind of sim similar vocal styles though, yeah but say. similar yeah. vocal like i honestly like i'm obsessed with uh lauren's vocals in um in sales mm -hmm. and yeah i just hear come on like my playlist like i do randomly generate a playlist half the time like off a of band um and then when I, whenever this comes on i'm like oh mm -hmm. also mm -hmm. what is yours what is my last pick? Yeah. Last pick of this episode. Last pick is, of uh, Saturday. Um, a little, day a little, one. little half, band. Half uh, day. Like a small part one. So part one. Part one. That's the word. A small band uh, that uh, you guys might have heard of, uh, maybe not or whatever, but I really recommend you check them out on Saturday. Uh, I've been into them for a while. Uh, they're called the Chemical Brothers. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, I heard about them. I've heard about this band. Uh, so I was always like, I <laughs> saw the Chemical Brothers. And it felt like it was like 20 years ago. And I was like, has it really been 20 years ago? And have they really not come to Montreal in like the last 20 years? Because I was like, it yes. seems like it was forever. Answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, n I'd never seen them. The and I never had a chance to see them. The last time they were here was in 2002. And they played yeah. Metropolis. I wouldn't even be able to get in. Yeah, I was 19. <laughs> Much younger. <laughs> so you were like 15? 14. <laughs> I'm not five years older than you. Yeah, you are. <laughs> like, I'm four and a half years older than you. Yeah. That's uh, five, Keith. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So I, I was, was 14. Like, like I, it was it was that long ago. Like, I was always like, it's, I mean. Also, I'm in December. So, yeah, I was 14. Maybe they were here in December. No, they weren't. Uh-huh. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You were not you were not about to go to Metropolis to go see Chemical I Brothers. was a baby. But also, like, 2002, there's, like, they've put out so much stuff I since know. then. Like, they uh, just don't, you know what it is? They're like... 
we love Montreal too much that we won't make music if we go there. Oh, sure, That's what happened. They might they might party too hard. Uh, yeah, no, but it was crazy. Like it was in my head, I was like, they must have come, and I just like missed them or whatever or something. Because I no. was like, I was like, I saw them a gazillion years ago, and then I was like, I guess I've just missed them. Yeah. But no, they literally the last time they were here was the last time I saw them, which was two thousand and two. I think two thousand two, two thousand one. Yeah, but I feel like they went like somewhere close-ish. And we were going to go. I can't remember if it was them. And it was like around New Year's. So we were like, we could do it. And then we're like, we absolutely cannot yeah, do this. Exactly. <laughs> um, so the first, like, my, like, this is, I think, one of the only, like, 90s electronic music is kind of the only music genre, I think, that my, bro- like, overlap with my brother and I. Mm-hmm. Like, there was, like, a set of bands that. Uh, Which blows my mind. His brother's uh, Charlie Brown to me. <laughs> <laughs> My brother is Charlie Brown. Um, but yeah, so exactly. there's like a stretch of bands, which I'm like, these, this is music that I'm at least partially into from my brother. Uh, and Prodigy, Chemical Brothers, Crystal Method. Um, let's see who else was on that list. Uh, he was not really into Daft Punk. I was always more into Daft Punk than he was. Um, like Fluke was another one. Um, anyway, whatever I've named enough of them, but like, but those like, yeah, I was like Fat, Boys, Fat Boy Slim, those like, those like bands that like, made like electronic music cool. Cause my brother, and for all of you, eighteen-year-olds uh, that uh-huh. don't know those bands, you can <laughs> listen to or artists, you can go listen to that. Okay. Also, if you like Chemical Brothers, fine, Sarah. <laughs> no, but it was like my brother was admittedly my like my brother was into dance music, like like Two Unlimited and like CNC Music Factory and stuff. My brother's like six years older than me, so he was into yeah. like dance music. He but subwoofers in his car and whatever and it was like and but this is charlie brown who listens to this music yeah but so but dance music was lame and i was never super into his like like dance music but then when in the late 90s when like when those artists that i just listened to were like hey we're gonna make like we're gonna blend like almost like not necessarily punk but like punk and rock kind of influence into electronic music that's where i was like yes please that is for me so i never got into those dance music that i didn't enjoy but that was kind of where my brother and I overlapped. Uh, I remember I owned uh, um, Dig Your Own Hole, which was their second album. came out in 1997. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to marry you again now. I listened to that on repeat and just constantly. I picked up Exit Planet Dust, which was the first album that came out in 95. But I got probably 97, I would guess. Like I got Dig Your Own Hole, uh, Block Rock and Beach. When you was say album, you mean CD? CD. Sorry, uh. it was... What, I was gonna say we're going to your father's right now. Yeah, no, <clears> I picked <throat> up. I was a, I was a baby. Like buying a CD was expensive. Buying a record was records were not big in the nineties. It was very yeah, hard. that's really expensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I yeah. don't know, but you're like a rich kid. Who knows? No, wasn't that rich. Then I picked up Explanted Dust. Uh, like so, there's a track on, um, on Dig Your Own Hole uh, called Lost in a K Hole. Which, like, I was 14. I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> and <laughs> like, then you would uh, know what that means a lot. Like, years later. <laughs> years later, I would find <laughs> out. What, but I'm just like, I'm just listening to this music and I'm like 14 years old or whatever in like grade eight. And I'm like, I was like, I wonder what a K-hole is. What a strange thing. And it was like before the internet was even like really a thing. You couldn't even Google it. You're just listening to this music being like, wee. Uh, years later, <laughs> also off Dig Your Own Hole, uh, there's a track called uh, Where Do I Start, which is featuring Beth Orton on vocals, which years later would become like my f- all-time favorite come down song. So, you know, full circle from like little me being like, what is this? To being like, I will still go back to this album. Amazing. Um, 
so yeah, obviously, I mean, I don't really need to put over Chemical Brothers. It's going to be 100,000 people there going to see them. Uh, so there's just a couple cool things I'm going to talk about. Do you want to listen to the track now? And then I'll just finish up about some awesome stuff about the Chemical Brothers. Fun yeah. facts. Yeah. Okay. What we picked was... What you picked. What I picked was their um, track, Go. Oh. from a couple years ago. I, I also I put Honorable Mention because it's a very cool video and it's a good song uh, off of the new album. They did just release a new album called No Geography. So Honorable Mention to Gotta Keep On. That was almost uh, going to be my pick. But then I chose Go instead because it's like one of my favorite Chemical Brothers songs and the video is also ridiculous. Almost all their videos are like very, very good and include like weird dancing yeah. of some kind. Like even if you go back to like Block Rock and Beats, had the weird skeletons having sex in the bathroom. You're doing your fun facts? No, no, no. This is not fun facts. It's not written down. This is just memory. <laughs> there was the one where there was like the weird dancing monsters and stuff. There's almost always weird dancing. The first track off of No Geography, the Free Yourself or whatever, has like robots dancing. There's so always dancing. Always dancing. Okay, let's if listen I, to go. Invite some people over. Yeah. Get some beers. Get some drinks. Whatever. Get some whatevers. And then just put on... Uh, Put on a playlist of all the Chemical uh, Brothers music yeah, videos and exactly. you have a you have a party on exactly. your hand. Exactly. Alright, let's check out Go. Similar to the Jack who stole to the depths in your web, so you take explosive, get it out. Send your body to flight. Everybody got a target tonight. Everybody come along for the ride. All you studs and your duds and your ladies is fly. Grip the moment like you're gripping the earth. Feel a weight and you're feeling the girth. Now you get it, now you're feeling your worth. Fitness how you used to make when everything used to hurt. It goes. Land it's not synchronized swimming, it's synchronized pole walking. No, it's synchronized swimming with poles yep. on land. So yeah, featuring what I just found out to be uncredited vocals by Q-Tip. He's not actually credited on the album. You say that you just found out, but you say this every single time. That it was minute. uncredited? Oh, I no, know. I'm very aware that that's Q-Tip. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm a fan of Tribe Called Quest. I was, I didn't need to look up who was rapping. It's quite clearly Q-Tip. I just didn't know that he was like not credited. On the on the album, that was actually their. He's not famous enough. <laughs> he's not famous enough. Uh, what was that song? The my fingers on the button, because that's also Q-tip. My finger is on the button. Uh, galvanize. Galvanize is the track. Good call. Yes, galvanize. Sorry uh, for everyone that needed to hear that. Mm-hmm. And if you heard the noise in the background, that was our dog Zelda snoring. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I put her to sleep. So yeah, my just. Fun facts. Two Come more, on, two more fun facts about uh, you have 10 how seconds. how I have as much time as I want. This is my show, Sarah. <laughs> it's uh, my show now. <laughs> no, it's not. How cool are the Chemical Brothers? Very. Uh, they're so cool <laughs> that they knew how Game of Thrones ended back in October. What? How? Because a bunch of the cast went to go see them in Spain, and they were hanging out backstage after. So the Chemical Brothers knew how Game of Thrones ended because the cast was at their show in Spain and talked about it. And they were like, yeah, we knew. (laughs) That's so crazy. That's how cool you are if you're Game of Thrones. Um, Also, so the album, the new album is called uh, No Geography, and on the track No Geography, there's... um, kind of this like spoken word uh poetry mm-hmm. that plays yeah um and the reason i'm talking about this is that it's like probably one of the coolest things slash samples in the world so um and yet we watch go 
Because I picked the song, I know, I Sarah. Know. This is about the sample. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so the poem is actually by uh, a poet called Michael Brownstein. Okay. And the poem was called Geography. Mm-hmm. The sample, so this guy named John Giorno uh, in the like late 60s, early 70s had a dial a poem art project, which was a number you could call in New York City and hear poets... Uh, reciting their own poetry. So, like, you could just call a phone That's number so cool. and then you'd have, like, it would, like, they had, like, I guess, like a tape talk machine or whatever that played back poetry. And then they ended up putting a two LP uh, record collection of it together uh, at a certain point in 1972. Because it's a thing. Okay. So, anyway, <laughs> like, it is a thing. Like, if you. Because I'm, like, looking at you, like, I know about this. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so they got their samples off of the the record collection That's that really cool. that they put, and then they sampled it uh, together. Um, so they, there's like a little bit of like the down pitched voice of the like they changed the pitch a little bit of the original yeah. poetry. But yeah, if you ever change your mind about leaving it all behind, uh, remember no geography, uh, and they've played with that to make it kind of the vocals of the track no geography. And I just thought that was like the coolest. And apparently that, that was, was really, like um, that was really cool before they had even really started. Um, making the record or whatever they knew that they were going to use some poetry off of that project they were like they were like this is just like this weird collection of poetry by like famous poets from like 50 years ago and they're like we yeah. need to somehow put we need to sample it yeah we need to sample that and put this into music because they're the best and that's the coolest keeping it alive keeping it alive putting it back into the world like hang on 82 92 2002 2012 25 years 45 years later i should say yeah yeah, 45 years later, then who knows when he actually recorded it. Like, I find that stuff, that stuff's crazy to me. This guy, like, this poet, like, wrote a thing almost 50 years ago and recorded it for this weird art installation piece thing that was in New York that anybody could call in and listen to. And now it's on a electronic music track that came out in 2019. Maybe that's why Yoko Ono did the opposite, where she would call you. Mm-hmm. Well, not you, but, like, she would call, like, the museum uh-huh. randomly once a day. Your microphone is just garbage town. Like, <gasps> don't look all the way up. There's that's not how I microphones was work. Uh huh. Anyway, so that's how this episode ends. <laughs> Keith yelling at Sarah about not knowing how to use a microphone. Sarah, closing closing comments. We have obviously part two of uh, Saturday coming up in about two weeks. Yeah. Where we have more bands that we will talk about. They're all secret bands. They're all secret bands. They're unannounced. They're not even uh-huh. on the ocean. Yeah. yeah. They're all announced. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. My closing comments are mm-hmm. do the thing that I said, uh-huh. hang out with some friends. Oh, make a Chemical Brothers music video party? Yeah. Yeah. And make a music video We're going to do that. Party. We're going to put uh, all we the video. We did that for Gorillaz. Yeah, we did that for Gorillaz. We should totally do that for Chemical Brothers. Well, because that was because we were talking for the Gorillaz. It's, we were talking with some. We were going to see the Gorillaz when they were here last fall. Uh, here in Montreal. Here in Montreal, yeah. Where we live. Um and we're someone who was a fan of the gorillas and i was like i'm a bit of a gorillas mega fan that's like an understatement everybody but anyway <laughs> but okay you're like an encyclopedia for gorillas because that's not a, not, anyway okay so this is here's where we're gonna go listeners <laughs> we're just gonna finish this up listen jamie hewlett did the art for artwork for gorillas and i was already a fan of his because yeah. of tank girl okay and then obviously uh Damon Albarn comes on with the singing, and I was kind of a uh, Blur fan also. So, like, when the Gorillas started, I was just, like, into that collaboration. Yeah. Like, just, just from the get-go, I was like, what? Like, I don't know. Sold. I was sold. And I don't know if everybody, like, 
I think a lot of people knew the Damon Auburn thing, but I don't think everyone is necessarily a Jamie Hewlett fan who got into it. Uh, so I started like researching and also this was like the internet was just starting because it was like the late 90s, early 2000s. And there was all this stuff about the gorillas that they had like a storyline that you could kind of look up to. So I started getting into that storyline and they subsequently have kept that storyline going through all of the releases. So mm-hmm. I've just followed all of it. Yeah. So it's like in the same way that a lot of people know like about what a band is up to, except that there's a weird storyline about like the end of the world <laughs> and like summoning demons and like shooting at each other and cloning themselves and having robot versions of one another. Like that's just, it's like following the hot goss of a hot band, God. except that it's a made a band <laughs> that also summons demons, you know? And so long story short, that, that storyline there's all sorts it of happens different. in all their videos. Exactly. There's a, there's there's so others. That's why we watched it. So and I was, it was like, in proper order. Exactly. But you can watch whatever order you want for Chemical Brothers. It's true. I mean, I think it would be fun to watch it probably in in chronological order, just to to hear the vibe change and whatever yeah. and all that stuff. But yeah, you could just watch it. It's a party. Yeah. We should do that. We're gonna put up the We're projector. Do it. Yeah, put yeah. the projector rooftop and just blast the yeah, Chemical absolutely. Brothers. Yeah, We're doing that when I get back. Boom. That's what we're doing. Yeah. I don't and know when. Sometime when in July. When I get back. Yeah, we're busy basically every weekend. We're going up. Why does it have to be weekend? Weeknight. Come on. It's, it's summer. It's summer now. Uh-huh. So if uh, you guys want to hang out on our roof, yep. I feel like we offered this last <laughs> time. Imagine <laughs> it's like all of a sudden there's like a lineup down our block of people just <laughs> like, oh, we're here for the roof party. You're like, oh, crap. We just kept inviting people publicly on a podcast to our house. That they don't know where I, we live. Well, I was like, they don't know where I live. <laughs> <laughs> you also live with me. <laughs> yes, I do live with you and a little dog. Okay. And, all right. So uh, listen to the next one. Yep. It's coming out in two weeks. Correct. Goodbye. Hey, thanks for listening to that. That was a whole lot of fun. We're looking forward to these shows so much. You have no idea. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast that you just heard, you might want to go check out our website at 9to5.cc. We do podcasts all year long. We also uh, write some blogs. We also draw and publish some comics. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And if you want to support us monetarily, you can go to patreon.com slash 9to5cc. Otherwise, you can just uh, enjoy our content for free. We're not going to ever kind of start charging for the website, so don't worry about that. If you see us at any of the festivals come out and say hi and uh, tell your friends about this little podcast that you heard it's awesome 905.cc podcast blogs and comics made in montreal since 2011